0: Hi, my name is Seth Sagan and welcome to my podcast. Today I will be talking about Discussion 1, Civil we- Civil Peace Eyewitness Experience Behaviors During an After War Lab Option. So, this lab option was about a BBC article about bi- after Civil War and it's three different eyewitness point of views to the war and Jonathan Iguibu's eyewitness point of view concerning the aftermath of the war. So, In this podcast, I will be talking about all three eyewitness point of views of the war. The first one we have up on the podcast is Christopher Ago. Um, Christopher Ago, he goes through and basically explains the um, harsh eyewitness view of the soldier point of view. Uh, he shows how bad it was the soldiers being drafted straight out of high school, basically, any type of schooling, not even getting trained coming into the battlefield. Uh, He even says at one point that they only had, I think, two days of training during the whole thing before they got thrown into battle. Um, he explains how the soldiers were famished while they were out there. They had no food. There was multiple illnesses everywhere. Um, They were so down bad when it came to... Being famished, that they resorted to eating little mice because their skin was their skin was peeling or rotting off. Um, so basically, in his point of view, it's like a it shows how rough it was to e- to be fighting in the war, how unprepared they were, how behind they were on like modern day practices of war. The second eyewitness point of view we have is Felix Aragua. Uh, his point of view shows basically. Um, the only weapons they used during the war were knives and cutlasses. Aragua was a professor, and so during the war, he worked on, uh, weaponry and stuff like that, designing stuff for the war. He, uh, he explains that there should have been a different approach to the war, that they should have focused more on evolving their weaponry and their arsenal, more so than anything else, because he says that if things would have been uh, handled differently, they would have had, like, a at least a somewhat chance of winning the war. Um, the last one is Enda Nuanobi, and so basically, um, Enda. Her point of view is way more positive than the other two. She calls it an incredible time where she explains how it brought everyone together. She explains people talk to each other more than they'd ever talked to each other in the past. Um, She adores uh, Jukwa, who's a general during the war. Um, She says that she sees more of the good than bad in him and that the war was a beautiful thing. Uh, So basically, those are your three eyewitness point of views that we'll be talking about today. Um, three crazy different eyewitness views with the more positive one coming at the end from uh Enda. Uh, for my second thing I'll be talking about today, I'll be talking about Jonathan Igwebu after he got back from war and his point of view on his life. So once he returned, uh, he found out that he lost a child. He has multiple children, and his wife was still alive. Um. It shows really how strong he is because he he comes back facing that he lost a child, but he's still looking to God, thankful for what he still has, rather than cursing the world for what he's been what's been taken from him. Um, they're basically their whole family's famished. There's no civil hierarchy to anything. Uh, people are just kind of running around everywhere. No police. Nothing. Um, they don't have easy things such as food and water and everything, but he still remains so positive throughout this whole experience. Looking around at the houses around him that have been lost, he's just thankful that he has a roof above his head. Um, as a way of trying to like help himself feel better throughout the thing, he always says that nothing puzzles God. But Jonathan's character is really just saying that God can't be stumped. So therefore, if he's a believer in God, God's got him and everything happens for a reason. Everything has a purpose. Nothing puzzles God. Um, his story is just that of how even through hard times, you can have such a good outlook on life that you can make it through everything. He's truly grateful that every for everything that he had coming back from war because of how bad it was back then he's just grateful to be alive and have most of his family still there and have a house over his head and a means to provide. I mean, they get robbed at one point in the story because of no civil police and he keeps his head up through everything, even being robbed of what little they did have. So I think he shows like a true um, manly role for that household. And um, so basically, those are the Few things that we we're gonna discuss today on the podcast. Uh this is Seth's agent and I'm heading out.